Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. Choir Talks is the podcast version of the scripture that I would share with my choir on a Wednesday night. This week we're coming from Exodus chapter 33. Uh, In that chapter, um, Moses is speaking to God. Uh, Moses is a strong, amazing leader. Uh, Think about what he is doing here in in Exodus. He is leading over a million people through a desert uh, for several decades. I mean, it's a job that is totally unprecedented. There's definitely no uh, written manual about how to do this thing, and yet he he is doing this great job. But from the beginning, Moses is very insecure about it. When God commissions him, which happens in uh, Exodus chapter 3 at the burning bush, uh, he immediately starts giving excuses about why he can't do that and asking God to send someone else or send someone to help him. Um, Even now in chapter 33, after leading the Israelites through the Red Sea and up to Mount Sinai to get the Ten Commandments, even now he comes to the Lord with his insecurities. And uh, this is what he says in chapter 33. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. He is still looking for someone else to help him. Uh, He's talking, think about the irony here, he's talking to God the Father, the greatest source of help in all of the universe, and yet he's asking for another human. Um, As silly as that may be, I really resonate with that. How often I've run into something that I don't know how to handle and my first response is to seek out a friend or somebody that I consider an expert, some human that I trust instead of going to my heavenly father. Um, He is the one who has understanding beyond all measure. He's the one that owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He is my source, uh, my strength. He is the mighty warrior. He is um, my rescue. And yet, it's so much easier to trust someone you can see. And uh, so I, I understand where Moses is coming from. Moses goes on to say, You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. And remember that this nation is your people. That phrase, teach me your ways, is really the crux of what he is asking for. This is the reason that he's talking to God in the first place. He's looking for a, a how-to. Um, he needs to he, he needs to lead these people, but what he really wants is uh, uh, a how-to guide to do that. He's looking for a YouTube channel that has five effective five tips to effective leadership, or um, he's he's looking for some. Guidelines for him to do the job that he has been called to do. Uh, he's saying, you called me to do something. Um, now give me the practical advice about how to do it. Um, so what God says to him in response is really interesting. He doesn't give him a how-to because God is not interested in the how-tos. If he just gave him a, this is how you do it, then that would put Moses on this performance level thing. And uh, that's what God, God's not about that. It's not about, let me just tell you how to do it and then let me judge your performance based on how you work out the steps. That's not what God says. Instead, he says this, my presence will go with you 
and I will give you rest. I think that's really powerful. Um, Moses is asking for the smaller thing, really. He's asking just, hey, give me the guidelines, the steps, the how-tos, the five great ways to do this. And God gives him something bigger instead. He says, my presence is going to go with you. This is how you're going to accomplish this job that is so much greater than you. It's not by working through some plan. It is by following me. It is by depending on my presence day by day. Um, This should already be obvious to him. that His whole camp and the Israelites are following the presence of God in that pillar of cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. This is the way God intends to uh, lead us and to help us to do what he calls us to do. It's by the power of his presence. I would so much rather sometimes get just this list of uh, this is what I need to do to please God and, and to carry out the things that he wants me to do. But if he gave me that, I would put my faith in that list. I would put my trust in my ability to work through that list instead of having my trust in the one who empowers us to do what he calls us to do. God and Moses have already had this conversation back in Exodus chapter 3 at the burning bush. Um, There God says, um, as Moses is making his excuses, God says, I will be with you. But this time when he says it, Moses gets it. And so this is what Moses says. If your presence doesn't go with us, then don't send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and that your and your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? Moses gets it. He realizes that God's presence is exactly what they need. That in, in the absence of God's presence, a how-to list is not going to do any good whatsoever. His real faith and his understanding of his power source is knowing that God is with them. And uh, Moses goes on to say, um, uh, now show me your glory. So here's the outcome of Moses' experience with God. It's not a It doesn't end with him having a desire for uh, an effectiveness tool, but instead it ends with him having a desire for something even greater, which is God's presence. Lord, show me your glory is his final prayer. Hey, today, I don't know how that scripture might speak to you, but the Father who promises his presence to Moses also promises his presence to you. So seek the Lord's presence today, no matter what you're going through. He is your source of strength. He is your source of understanding and your hope for the future. Have a great day.